Welcome back to the Sunnyside podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about the gap between idea and execution and how so many ideas get lost in this gap. I recently watched the movie Jojo Rabbit. It won an Oscar for best adapted screenplay this year, but it was a polarizing movie with audiences. Some loved it, some hated it. I was one of those for whom the movie didn't work. It had a great premise, a kid in Nazi Germany who has an imaginary friend who is Hitler. This is fertile ground for an incredible movie, but when executed, it was combined with a completely different premise of the same kid finding out that his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their house. That is a different movie entirely. It's like riding two motorbikes at the same time instead of driving a car. Then, when it came to the interactions between the kid and the Jewish girl, the Jewish girl started bullying the kid for his Nazi leanings, which is a very unbelievable dynamic at a time when the Jewish girl was fearing for her life from the Nazis. It was as if a privileged Jewish girl in the present day was bullying a neo-Nazi for his Nazi leanings. And by the time you process all this, the imaginary Hitler friend becomes completely irrelevant to the story. It didn't help that director Taika Waititi played Hitler himself. Compared to other actors who have played Hitler in other movies, it was clear that Hitler in this movie was not played by a professional actor. This is not a podcast about movies, but the reason I spent so much time talking about Jojo Rabbit is that it was a classic case of a great idea losing its way in execution. It's something we see a lot in advertising. It has happened to me a few times. I remember a simple social post idea we had a few years ago for Sunkist. It was a trend-jacking social post for the Singapore Formula One Grand Prix, which happens every year. That year, Pharrell Williams was one of the performers. So our idea was a Sunkist orange with Pharrell Williams's distinctive hat on it. Simple, right? Problem was, we designed it by committee. One person suggested make the orange stand on an F1 track because otherwise no one will connect it with the F1. Another person suggested make the orange stand on an F1 track at night to dial up the fact that the Singapore Grand Prix is the world's only night race. Another person suggested add little graphics around the orange to represent motion as if the orange itself is a race car at the F1. In the end, we did a hydra-headed monstrosity of a social post that none of us wanted to put in our portfolios. You know what's the worst thing about executing a good idea badly? It rules out the possibility of a good execution of the same idea in the future. Because if the same idea is attempted again in the future, it is plagiarism. That is something no creative person wants to be accused of. So the idea will forever be done once and done badly. The analogy I like to give is, imagine that you're on a date. You want to be nice to your date. So you pick up the bottle of wine to pour them a refill. In your zeal to give them a sumptuous pour, you accidentally let the bottle slip out of your hands, breaking the bottle and spilling the wine. Your intention was excellent, pour them some wine and make a good impression, but your execution wasn't quite there. Not only did the wine fail to make its way to the person you tried to impress, the wine was also made undrinkable for everyone. The best agencies and the savviest marketers both know that great work begins with a great idea, but only becomes great if you keep pushing the envelope in execution, if you keep crafting it into the best version of itself. My favorite example of great idea married with great execution 
is the Burger King Whopper Detour campaign that won a truckload of awards last year. When it started out as an idea, it was reward people who drive the extra mile for a Burger King. People who drove past a McDonald's to reach a Burger King would be rewarded with a Whopper at a special price. If this had been the idea that got produced, it is still an okay idea, but it wouldn't have made the kind of impact it made. That's why Burger King told FCB New York to continue pushing the envelope. A few months passed. FCB New York went back with a new execution. Each time you are within 200 meters of a McDonald's, you will receive on your phone a mobile voucher for a one-cent Whopper that you can claim at the nearest Burger King. Burger King was delighted by this new execution and proceeded to greenlight it with minimal changes. But this was just the beginning. They had to make changes to the Burger King app so that the special offer could be integrated with their backend. They had to geofence 20,000 McDonald's restaurants. You can imagine legal totally flipping when they first heard of this. They had to find legal, ethical ways of doing it. But the persistence and desire to make it happen was what made it happen. There was a no-stone-unturned approach to making this the best version of itself. They played around with the name Secret Whopper, but realized that this is not a secret Whopper, and then they called it the Whopper Detour. They used the iconic McDonald's arches and turned them into arrows to represent a detour. They did a billboard by taking the billions served board of McDonald's and turning it into billions swerved. There was even a social experiment video that captured the incredulous reactions of McDonald's staff when customers asked for the one-cent Whopper at McDonald's. All these executions elevated the idea instead of letting it fizzle out like so many good ideas over the years. Another of the most famous pieces of work from the past year is The Truth is Worth It by Droga5 for the New York Times. The idea was very simple. Capture the journeys of courageous journalists who put themselves in harm's way to get the most truthful stories. They executed this with a series of gritty films with no voiceover and no music, with real footage of New York Times journalists in Myanmar, Iraq and Mexico, provocative supers overlaid onto the footage to tell a chronological story of the journeys, and realistic sound effects to add texture to what was happening. These films captured the public imagination, won a few can lions, and even got President Trump to tweet about it, saying New York Times is trying to save its falling reputation with a bad ad. One of my biggest ambitions in life is to do an ad that gets President Trump to call it a bad ad. Drogo 5 and the New York Times achieved precisely that. This is the power of great execution to elevate a simple idea. What ensures that great ideas translate into great executions? Firstly, an excellent creative culture on the agency side. Senior creatives need to bring rigor into how they evaluate the ideas of the junior creatives. They need to train junior creatives to not accept the obvious answer. They need to be a pain in the ass and annoy the junior creatives to push the idea as much as possible before presenting it. When I was a junior creative, I had the privilege of working under several such senior creatives at BBDO New York. Now I try to do that when I work with my team. The second factor that turns great ideas into great executions is a client who pushes the envelope. Whopper Detour became possible because of Fernando Machado, 
the global chief marketing officer of Burger King, who kept driving FCB New York to come up with better and better executions. Fernando Machado was also the chief marketing officer of Unilever in Brazil when Ogilvy Sao Paulo did the celebrated Dove Sketches campaign for them. This shows that even one senior marketer with vision and courage can be the difference between average work and groundbreaking work. What about bad idea and great execution? I can think of an example of that from my own experiences. I was once a part of a team that had an idea for a skincare brand. It was a capsule that projected animations of urban pollution onto your face to dramatize what your skin goes through every day. The art director and the video production house created beautiful animations of dust, soot, smoke and fog. We went through multiple rounds of refining the animation. The art director spent days at the production house. The creative director spent days at the production house. An event management company procured the right projectors and rented the right venues. When it was eventually launched, the only people who took part in the experience were the influencers who had been signed up to take part in the experience. What went wrong? In hindsight, it's extremely clear what went wrong. Even with the best animation, dust is still dust, suit is still suit, smoke is still smoke. Nobody wants those things to be projected on their faces, especially at a time when everyone is trying to put their best face forward. It was a complete deviation from human truth to expect people to agree to look ugly so that a brand will prove a point about urban pollution. The idea was standing on a shaky conceptual foundation, so no amount of executional wizardry could save it. That reminds me of a book I read recently called The Right It by Alberto Savoia, who was instrumental in the growth of Sun Microsystems and Google. He says, most products fail in the market even if they build it right because they failed to build the right it. In other words, when the whole premise of a product is wrong, it doesn't matter if it's executed by the best in the business, it will still fail. That is true not just for product ideas, but also for creative ideas. I wish I had better news, but the truth is that an excellent idea and excellent execution is the only way to cut through the clutter, resonate with people, and build your brand. The world's best agencies and the world's top creatives have mastered this, which is why they have become the best agencies and creatives. Let me know if you agree or disagree with anything I've spoken about today. Stay tuned for the next podcast. Till then, take care.